Hey, really quick before we get started, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, and feel free to check me out on rhitch.com. And everything said in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions alone. All statements regarding companies made are strictly beliefs or points of view held by myself and not a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any securities. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast, where I try to take confusing personal financial planning topics and try to break them down into plain English for the everyday person. My hope is that these conversations, these talks will help you break away from your own financial confusion and end up on the right path to reaching your financial goals. I am Ryan Hitchcock, your host, and I am a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, so far in 2022, it has been a tough year all around for people. Not just investors, but headwinds have hit every person in every part of every day life, from lingering effects of COVID-19 still out there to rising interest rates, rising inflation, the Russia-Ukraine war, falling stock and bond markets, rising commodity prices, um, and the economy just seems to be having a hangover. It's a lot, and it's been weighing on all of us. So with all this going on, it's just really hard to conceptualize how it all works together and then how it really affects you, you as the everyday person listening to my podcast, what do these headwinds mean to you and your finances? Therefore, I want to try to reflect on them here. I want to talk about what we've seen so far and what we have learned from them so far. So I want to try to put things into perspective through a financial planning lens. Because if you're listening to this, you most likely fall into you know some of these categories. Either you're an investor in general, um, you're maybe mid-career in your life, or you're near or at retirement. And, and the last one is you might be a business owner. I kind of work with all of these people on this spectrum. So I'm going to try to break a couple episodes up here and pick um, three items I've observed and then relate them to some things we've learned from those observations in those categories I mentioned. So with that being said, let's first get into the three things that I've seen and observed in the investment related world and things we can learn from there there. So let's get going. So let's just first start with the equity markets. What have we observed in the equity markets, AKA the stock market? And the stock market has had its worst first half performance since 1970, or to say another way, it's worst start in over 50 years. Now the lows of the S&P 500 were the middle of June when I was starting to write this episode, um, which was down roughly 24% for that S&P 500. When I'm recording this episode now, in the end of September, we have actually retested those lows and actually gone lower. Um, So we're right back to where we were. The NASDAQ has been down 32 plus percent at this same time in June and now retesting these lows here in September as well. So that's what we have observed. But what can we learn? What can we learn from this big stock market pullback? Um, The only thing we can really rely on is to let history be our guide. So let's look at the S&P 500 um, from 1942 until today. That's 80 years. It actually drops 20% 
every 5.33 years. And that drop lasts on average of 327 days. So let me say that again. Every 5.33 years, so call it five and a quarter years, just over, the stock market, the S&P 500, drops 20% within that time frame. And that drop from peak to trough lasts 327 days. So this is actually more frequent than people probably realize. Now let's look at it a little bit more. It drops, the S&P 500, it drops 10% or more every 16 months, and that lasts for 130 days. If we go to 5% or more, um, that's about three times a year and lasts about 40 days. And this is from um, First Trust uh, puts together a, what do they call a history of market corrections PDF on their website, um, ftportfolios.com. And what I'm just gathering from here and want you to gather is that downward trends in the market actually happen more frequently than we probably realize. All right, let's move on to number two, and I wanna talk about the bond market. So we just talked about the stock market, now let's move to the bond market. And in my opinion, the destruction of the bond market here in 2022 so far doesn't get enough recognition amongst us everyday day people. Compared to the equity markets getting hammered already this year, the bond market destruction is a way bigger deal and actually way more rare. What is the observation? The observation is that the Barclays U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, which is a measure of the U.S. investment grade fixed income securities market, this market has been down over 12 plus percent this year. It was down that much in June, and then again has broken through those lows here in September as well, just like the equity markets. Um, I know those are some big technical words, the Barclays U.S. Aggregate Bond Index Investment Grade Fixed Income Securities, but think of it as just a way to measure the you know, uh, bond market just like the S&P 500 measures the stock market. Um, so that's the observation down over 12 plus percent in uh, 2022. Now, declines in the stocks, you know, as we mentioned, can and do often hit them, as I pointed out. They're virtually unknown in bonds. This is an asset class that emphasizes stability and reliable returns, right? And Google it yourself. If you look up the historical annual, annual returns of this aggregate bond index, you'll not only see solid returns, but it's even hard to find years where it's even negative. So it's been very consistent. Um, it's a conservative type of investment. What's even more rare is that from 1976 until June of 2022, there has been only 17 of 186 quarters where both the S&P 500 and the aggregate bond X were both down. Um, so far in 2022, we've already had you know two quarters. So um, that's basically what I'm trying to point out there is it's actually even more rare. So take it another step um, farther that it's even more rare for both the stock market and the bond market to be down together. All right, so what can we learn from this bond market? Should have been looking at your bond holdings, but if you haven't, there's still time. You really do need to look at your bond holdings, and that's my main thesis here today in this section. Um, global central banks are aggressively raising rates to combat inflation, and bonds are super confusing. Um, it would take a whole series of episodes to talk about how bond works, 
but you need to look at them because different bonds um, are affected differently with interest rates and um, duration, which is a, a fancy word for kind of time that those bonds have um, until they mature. So you really need to look at that, what your risk tolerance is, what your investment philosophy is if you do own bonds. You wanna make sure you're in um, bonds that make sense to you um, in this current environment. All right, the third observation, volatility. Let's jump right into it. If we were to look back at the S&P 500 from 2009, the beginning of 2009 until June 30th of 2022 this year, that's what I looked back at, it averages 62 days of over 1% moves a day in the S&P 500. So far, by that June 30th, 2022 mark, there has been 63 days of that index moving 1% or more. And if I were to calculate all the way up until September here, it'd be way over that. Um, so that's the observation. Um, we are, you know, going into the fourth quarter. So just ending the third quarter of the year in 2022, and we've already kind of surpassed the average of the volatility of the S&P 500. So what can we learn from this? What we can learn is that remaining invested is critical as in the last 20 plus years, um, 21 of the 25 worst trading days were followed within a month by one of the best 25 trading days. So let me take this a step further. If you try to time the market, it can be very costly. If we look back at the S&P 500 from January of 2002, I know I'm throwing a lot of dates on you, but I want to put things into perspective. So let's look at the S&P 500 from January of 2002 through January of 2022. So if you remained fully invested, you had a 9.4% average return. If you missed the 10 best trading days, your return, your return dropped down to 5.21% on average. If you missed the 20 best trading days, your return went to 2.5% average annual return. And if you missed the 30 best trading days, your return went to 0.32%. So it's always darkest before the dawn. And as you can see, remaining invested over your long period of time um, will get you to your goal. What's the conclusion? Overall, pretty much all markets have been impacted this year in 2022. There's been pretty much nowhere to hide. However, I tried to wrap all this negativity, this neg negative news with some context. Um, as I always preach, you have to stick to your long-term financial plans and don't be emotional when it comes to investing. And let me just leave you with this reminder. Here's why we invest. Let's look back at the history of the purchasing power of the US dollar since 1913. Since we're talking inflation, purchasing power of the US dollar since 1913. So let's look at this. If it was $1 in 1913, by 1950, it was only purchasing 18 cents. In 1980, it was only 8 cents. And then by the end of 2021, it's only 2 cents. So the purchasing power of the dollar goes down. That is why we try to invest to keep up with inflation. Okay, that's it for me today. Until next time, take care.
High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226. Phone number 414-253-4600. Securities and investment advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. SagePoint Financial is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SagePoint Financial. Views expressed here should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned here. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Indexes are unmanaged and investors are not able to invest directly into any index. Sector investing may involve a greater degree of risk than investments with broader diversification. However, there is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio alone will outperform a non-diversified portfolio in any given market environment. No investment strategy, such as asset allocation, can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, information should only be relied upon and coordinated with individual professional advice. Ryan Hitchcock believes the information presented here is accurate and was obtained from sources that are believed to be reliable. However, Ryan does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information, and such information may be subject to change without notice from Ryan. Statements expressed by guests on this podcast are the views of those guests only and not of Ryan Hitchcock. Statements contained in this podcast may be statements of future expectations and other forward-looking statements that are based on Ryan Hitchcock's or guest current views and assumptions and involve known and or unknown risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results, performance, or events to differ materially from those expressed or implied in such statements.